And welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. Thanks so much for joining us here on our program that brings you new paradigms for a new world. We are also giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We're here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. Podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations on the Internet. All you have to do is put in Tell Me Your Story, Richard Dugan, and it'll show you where we can be found. We're also on YouTube where you can listen to and watch these interviews, and we will also be linked to our guests' website so that you can find out more about what they are all about. We also ask that you participate uh, in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s, where we ask you to spend some time going within, listening to that still small voice. And if what we are doing resonates with you, you like the programs, the guests, the conversation, the topics that we bring, and you'd like to become a part of this financially, we would greatly appreciate any support that you can send us. That's why I have a PayPal account, and it's for your security as well as ours. So uh, we hope that you will do what you can, and we thank you, thank you, thank you for those who have helped, and thank you, thank you, thank you for those who will help in the future. With all of that said, uh, we jump into a subject that I haven't delved into in over 14 years of doing this particular program, but it seems as though more and more it is uh, becoming uh, one of the conversation pieces for a lot of folks. I can say that uh, since the passing of my uh, dear elder sister Jeanette on the 29th of, of uh, March 2022 that um, I've been hearing her voice um, somewhere in my being. I, I, some would say I've been hearing her in my head. I, I don't know. All I know is I hear her and it's wonderful to hear her laughter. Uh, maybe it's just the memories of her laughter. I don't care. It's nice to hear. Uh, but what we're going to do today is we're going to talk with a gentleman who has dealt in these areas of the paranormal. That's right. The paranormal is what we're going to be talking about today with our very special guest all the way from Hawaii. We're talking with Andrew Aloha. He is uh, going to talk about his paranormal experiences. And I'll also give you right off the top here, folks. The website is spiritualimageproductions.blogspot.com. All kinds of information there on some of the other work that he does. Uh, and Andrew, first of all, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. Thank you for uh, having me here. I appreciate it. Now, uh, you have listed here, uh, are you the head pastor, minister, what have you, of the Church of uh, Mabus, if that's pronounced correctly? Uh, it's funny that you would ask that, but because that's, that's one of the things, uh, topics that I, I did not mention in my book. Um, Andrew Aloha's Paranormal Experiences. I'll show you the, I don't know, can you see that okay? Uh, I see it just fine, yes. Anyhow, um, I, 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 I know that there, there are a group of people that, that, that interview uh, people that, that dwell into the paranormal and spiritual and all kinds of stuff. But um, in, in my book, um, Andrew Aloha's Paranormal Experiences, I talk about all kinds of subject matters, uh, including, and I'll tell you here in a second, in a second, um, the, uh, meditation, 
over overshadowing and channeling uh ghosts um ufos aliens i mean you, you, there's so much stuff in here um mm. that, that uh going on tour with amachi the hugging saint i don't know if you know who that is but she's a she's uh considered the uh the uh, a, a saint out of mm -hmm. india she she used to go on tour every year until the pandemic hit and then now things have um have changed um all kinds of miscellaneous stuff um crystal crystal kids and all kinds of but in in, in the book i forgot to mention um i used to be the the photographer for the WESAC festival in mount shasta california uh, a, a man by the name of uh, Joshua David Stone was the producer of it for 10 years in a row. And then he died like the, the year afterwards. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, uh, he, he asked me, well, he, he um, I went there the first time I went was back in 1997, right after I had gotten, I came back from India uh, from visiting Sai Baba, who's another saint. Uh, he's, probably the most evolved saint you'll, you'll ever come across. He's considered um, conscious at the universal level versus planetary level or, or uh, solar system level or gal galactic level or whatever. That's how you can distinguish between a lot of the uh, different saints. Not that it's bad or good, but you, th that's how you can tell who's more evolved than who, who uh, in terms of the saint, saint hierarchy, if you want to call it that. But uh, he's probably the most evolved being you could ever come across. He's um, he's um, he had his first incarnation back in the 1800s as Shirdi Baba, and then he came here as Sai Baba, uh, as Sai meaning truth, and then um, uh, he's he died back I believe in 2011 he 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 died, and then he he came back as as Prema, uh, Prema Baba which is one of my, my missions, one of my goals is to help him uh, in um, ground here and help him with his mission here on earth. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's, I believe he's, he's 10 or 11 years old. I believe next, next year he'll, he'll, he'll turn 12 years old. And I think that's when he'll become, he'll come into his power as, as um, an avatar, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and he's, from what I understand, he's always, He's already producing. He's already doing miracles even now uh, before he's even taken that step. But anyhow, um, years ago, when when um, so when Joshua David Stone he wrote a whole encyclopedia set to spirituality, and I read uh, at least two or three or four of, of his books, and I went out while I was in India. And when I came back, I said, "Well, I'm going to go and check out this Wesak Festival," and I did it back in 1997. I photographed the whole thing. I, I don't know, a hundred, uh, over a hundred pictures I took. Uh, I, I sent them to him, and he he came back the next year and he said, "Well, the masters want to know if you want to be the the official photographer for the event." I said, "Okay, fine," but that just meant I got a free ticket to the festival, <laughs> which wasn't much, but it helped. Uh, but anyhow, um, I, I did that for several years in a row, and and in that process. Uh, Joshua David Stone initiated uh, a whole gym full of people um, and made them all uh, golden, which is called golden robes, under the uh, the guise of Melchizedek, the the Melchizedek order, 
And so in that in that um, in that frame, I, I'm considered a priest of you know a reverend of whatever you want to call it. And so um, along with all these people, and I believe that Jesus also became a golden robe when he was here years and years ago as well. So if, if that answers your question. It does, and I also want to talk a little bit more about, uh, and we will in just a moment, about the definition of paranormal as we continue talking with Andrew Aloha all the way from Hawaii. Which island are you on, by the way? Excuse me? Which island are you on? Oh, oh I, I wanted to say, I, I, I okay. If, and again, if you, if you, if you re go to my book, it's available on Amazon. Right. On Kit. Um, and, and one of the things I, I need to mention about this book is that a friend of mine painted the, 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 the cover and uh, I activated it. So uh, the, the cover in and of itself emanates healing energies to whoever's around the book. Mm. And, and if you open the book, there's a bunch of pictures in it. Um, and that's why it's, it's so expensive, not because of my preference, but because Amazon uh, uh, they tell you you have to charge a certain price, so I had to charge. But there's several several pictures in in the book that are activated. And again, if if if, if you're in, anybody that's around the book, uh, will will get healing energies from the book itself. Mm. Um, but um, anyhow, um, I'm stuck. Uh, uh, now, what was the question that we were talking about? Just a sec. I, just I, I, I was just curious as to where you're, where you are located. I, I, I'm, I, I live in Flagstaff, Arizona. I don't live in Hawaii, but I did live in Hawaii years ago. Ah, okay. This, this whole story is in my book as well. Uh, I went to visit a friend in California, and she goes, well, I just got this message. you got to go visit uh, Hawaii. I, I thought, well, she's full of it, whatever. So, so anyhow, after about two weeks or so, I started getting all this stuff about Hawaii. A, a, a woman driving a car with a license plate from Hawaii. All the stuff about Hawaii started coming uh, coming to me. So I said, okay, fine, I'll go. So I did. I went and lived in Maui, um, and I got to do all the trips, all the, all the tour stuff that you can do there, snorkeling trips, bicycle trips, helicopter rides, uh, dinner cruises. I mean, everything you can do, the luau's. Uh, I, I, I got to do, I, I, I gained about 50, 60 pounds or 80 pounds. I don't know how much. But anyhow, so um, right before I left, now check this out. Right before I left and came back to the main island, back to um, I, I was living in this 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 community style of home, um, and it was about four o'clock in the morning, and I was sleeping. Literally, I sound asleep, and I hear I hear this really loud in my mind. It woke me up. Right? What was that? Uh, I said. Okay, well, whatever. So I, I go, I'm going to go down to the pier. And as an acti I was an activity agent, which is why I got to do all this stuff. Um, and I could, at any given time, I could go do whatever, whatever ride or activity I wanted to. I just had to book it, and, and I'm there. So I thought, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down to the pier and, and see about, about um, checking out what, what, what that was all about, what that, that sound was all about. So I started walking. Um, it, it, was, it was about a half a mile to the pier, a mile or so, not very far. And so I was walking down the sidewalk. All of a sudden, there was a big energy on my left shoulder, really huge and expansive. I stopped and looked back and I said, who are you? He says, Kapanali. 
I said, oh, really? I said, how tall are you? He says, seven foot one. I said, oh, really? Now, my friend from California, when I went to visit her, she goes, oh, you got to go to Hawaii and, 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 and reclaim your heritage to the Ali'i. Now, do you know who the Ali'i are from Hawaii? No. The Ali'i are the royalty that used to run the islands years and years ago. Mm. They, and before, before the English and every, everybody else took over. Well, anyhow, I was one of those guys. And I was a seven foot one. Come, come to find out my name was Capanali in that lifetime. So anyhow, I came back. I, I went down to the pier and I did a submarine ride that morning. And, um, and as, as we were doing the, the tour, um, the, the guy goes, yeah, two baby whales were swimming, uh, were passed through the, in the morning on their way to the big island. So one of those baby whales was one of the ones that woke me up that morning. Oh, but wow. anyhow, yeah. So the, uh, so I came I came back and I I, I moved I, I I was living in I lived in Sedona. I was telling the story. We were we were visiting another saint. Um, I I don't remember if it was Mother Mira. I think it was Mother Mira or uh, Karunamai. I can't remember, Sri Karunamai. But anyhow, I was telling the story to some people there at this at this um this gathering, and this woman comes up. She goes, Yeah, but. Seven foot one was actually kind of short for those people. I said, what? <laughs> I had to be short in that lifetime too, whatever. So anyhow, it was like that. So she confirmed basically that these people could be that, that tall and, 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 you know, for me to have existed in that lifetime uh, was, was very real for me. So, mm-hmm. and it still is. So, so well, anyhow, Andrew, Andrew Aloha, when I came back, Andrew Aloha was born from that because of all of that. We're going to continue our conversation here with Andrew Aloha here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you so much for joining us here on the program as we start talking a little bit more about uh, the paranormal and Andrew Aloha's paranormal experiences. Now, you gave us a little bit of a laundry list earlier of uh, the, the, some of the elements therein, but how do you define the paranormal as you describe it in your book? What is the uh, definition I, that you I, use? Tell you that right now, as we speak. Now, if um, now some people find find my book boring at the beginning of the book boring, and that's because you know. So I I laid down the foundation for paranormal, the history of paranormal, and um um the paranormal is the paranormal is an unexplained phenomena, not subject to the laws of nature, extrasensory perception a supernatural phenomena or science that that can be explained so paranormal is not in accordance with scientific law not in accordance with or determined by nature and, and contrary to to nature uh astral projection astrology aura uh by location breatharianism clairvoyancy close encounters cold spots crystal gazing conjuring crypto uh, crypto demonic possession, demon, demonology, demonology, uh, ectoplasm, uh, ex- electronic voice phenomena, exorcism, extrasensory perception, fortania, uh, fortune-telling ghosts, ghost hunting, indigo children, magic, mediumship, miracles, the occult orbs, Ouija boards, paranormal fiction, paranormal television, pre, uh, pre, precognition, pre, um, uh, pre-natural psychics, uh, psychic readings, psychokinesis, 
tachometry, reincarnation, remote viewing, uh, retrocognition, uh, retro spirit photography, spirit possession, spirit world, spiritualism, stone tape, supernatural, telepathy, uh, table turning, ufology, and more consists of the paranormal. And it's interesting. A lot of that stuff is in this book. Mm -hmm. uh, I cover a lot of this. But you know what's interesting? Spiritualism is paranormal. So does hmm. that mean religion is paranormal? Well, I guess it all depends upon your definition. Uh, if one were to use the accurate definition of the word religion, specifically from the Bible, the New Testament, uh, Jesus said true religion is taking care of uh, the, the widows and the orphans. Uh, those people who are uh, down on their luck, if you will. That is true religion, not the business of uh, a building and a congregation and prayers and homilies and all of those things. That's, that is not, based upon the definition from the New Testament, all of that other stuff, I don't know what that is, but it's not true religion. I'm, I'm going to let you know what, what religion is really all about. All right. Not that you want to hear it, but I'm going to tell it to you anyhow. But uh, now, religion is related to what you call six-ray energy, uh, which is the, the 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 color blue, the 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 age that we just came from, the age of Pisces, and um, devotion. Now, the opposite of devotion, uh, which is the downside of of, of six-ray energy, uh, is is um, obsession. So religion is basically all about devotion to something or another. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be to a person, to a thing. It could be to a, a workout, whatever. But it's, it's, like, it's like a meditation. And maybe it is a meditation. Mm -hmm. But religion is nothing more than devotion to someone or something. Mm -hmm. that, that's how I, what I consider religion. Okay. Well, let's talk about the paranormal. Uh, when was your first paranormal experience, and what was it? it, it, it now, it, again, it's covered in my book. I understand that, but do we have you on the program to talk about this a little bit? You know, I, I think this, this book would make a good documentary or a good TV series, but well, it starts out, my, my book opens up with, like, it's like a movie. It, like, fade in, and then uh, I'm there. Mm -hmm. Now, what happened was when I was a kid, um, somehow I, I, I fell off a car and I, I had amnesia or something because I don't remember anything from, from age zero to age five. And it was like a fade in. And there's, and there's a picture. I was at this, this, um, this, um, you know, daycare center type of thing. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm standing there with a, some kind of sword. This guy is teaching us how to how to uh, sword fight or something. And that's my my experience, my first experience with the paranormal. I, I literally don't remember. I, I may I may remember one glimpse of living in a house, a white house in Texas, maybe. But everything else is is zilch. And then all of a sudden fade in, and this guy's teaching us how to how to sword fight. So that's my actual first paranormal experience. Mm -hmm. And and then um, I didn't come into any other major experiences. So now now what happened was my brother 
when I was 10 years old, died when I, in a fire. Uh, we, we, you know, this is like the day after Christmas. Um, there was a big fire. We, him and I were sleeping in the same room. Um, and I, I ran out into the living room. There's this huge fire everywhere. And I yelled out, fire, fire, fire. And then, uh, and then I, I, I didn't go back to get my brother, which to me is, it was a real big guilt trip for, for years and years. But, but I, you know, he, he, that was where he was at. That was a lot of times when people, uh, especially kids, uh, are, they, they live only for a few years, a few months, a few weeks or whatever. They're usually masters. They've already uh, evolved. They're already pretty evolved and they only need to experience the physical world uh, for, for whatever time period, short time period. And that's it. And then they move on and they go take and start and start doing their mastery with whatever they got to do wherever. So it was kind of like that. And that, that took me years to figure that out for, for myself. But um, anyhow, uh, that, that when that happened, I literally uh, cursed God and I said, I said, God, I will never, ever believe in you until I see you, period. And I, I, I told him off, and then that was the end of it. Well, years later, I was living in, I, I was in the Air Force, and I was living in Victorville, California. I was, um, I was getting ready to get out of the Air Force, and, and I was sitting, uh, we were sitting, me and these two other women, bankers of all, of all things. When do you ever party with bankers, right? So anyhow, um, I was, we were sitting there in the back of my, my hatchback, and we were talking next to the uh, to this riverbed in 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 Victorville, and um, we were just sitting there laughing, talking. We we're drinking wine coolers. I think maybe at the most we had drank one wine cooler, if even that. I know I wasn't drunk, but all of a sudden this tall Spaniard-looking guy walked up to us. He was really tall. He had a golden hair brilliant blue eyes and I, I don't i don't think he had a shirt on that i can remember and this all like took place within 10 10 or 15 seconds uh we're me, me and these women are sitting there laughing talking and then um i looked uh, i looked up and he says he comes up to us oh he says the christ will appear within 10 years and i i don't even remember him walking up to us because we were sitting there talking talking and he all of a sudden he just appeared and I looked down and looked back up. I said, I'm looking, I'm going, ah, ha, 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 laughing, ah, ha, ha, And looked back up and he was gone. And I, I stopped laughing and I looked around and there was nowhere where he can just run and hide. Nowhere. That fast, right? So um, I, I never did talk to those women about that whole situation ever and still haven't. I don't know that I'll ever get to. But anyhow, five years later, I'm in, I'm in Texas. I'm... I'm meditating with a group in um I, I believe it was grand prairie you know somewhere in texas near near dallas the dallas area I'm, I'm meditating with a group and one of the group members and this is like five years literally five years later this this guy one of the group members comes in he said you're not gonna believe what happened what happened he goes well a friend of a friend uh, this couple picked up a hitchhiker in dallas texas they were driving, and they're like a Christian couple. They don't ever pick up hitchhikers, but they pick this guy up for some reason. He's dressed, dressed in white, a white robe type of thing. And um, he, he gets in, 
and they're driving down the down the the freeway, the interstate, I think. And he goes, the Christ will appear within five years and disappears right there on the spot, like literally disappears. And they almost they they almost crashed. They kind of crashed. And you know, this is in the police records in in Dallas, Texas. And nobody got hurt or anything. And and then once he told me that story, all of a sudden all of that whole information about what happened that night in Victorville came back to me. It like it, it just like memory recall just hit me. I thought, wow, now I remember what happened. So anyhow, so and 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 it was because the logic of him disappearing, and that's what I figured out is that he and, and that he disappeared. This 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 um this being, this saint, uh, by the name of Maitreya Buddha. Have you ever heard of Maitreya Buddha? No, have not. Maitreya Buddha is is the Buddha that 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 they're expecting to come back, uh, but they 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 they're not expecting him for another five thousand years. Oh wow! But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but he's already back, uh, and I've later come to find out later on that this was Maitreya Buddha, and he had been doing this. Throughout the throughout the world, everywhere, appearing to small groups. Afterwards, uh, he had appeared to me and maybe a few other people. But then, I think in 1992, maybe 91, at the end of 91, um, he started making appearances to small groups all over the world, in Phoenix, uh, here in Flagstaff, um, Maryland, uh, Richmond, Virginia, um, Saint Petersburg. Uh, New Delhi, India, Frankfurt, Germany, Japan, China, all over the world. He made over 200 appearances, I think 273 appearances or something like that, all over the world. And he would come up here and talk to these groups, give them a message, and then literally he would disappear right in front of them, right there on the spot. A few people might may, may be healed depending on the situation, but he would talk to them about 10, 15 minutes and disappear. Hmm. Amazing. So, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, the, that 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 whole uh, recall came to me, and then I, I finally figured out who it was and what what was going on, mm-hmm. and that he just. But the logic of him disappearing just didn't register in my mind, so my mind just pushed it away, and I forgot it for five years. That, mm-hmm. that, that's basically what happened. But go ahead. Andrew Aloha's my guest. We're here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and we're talking about the paranormal and uh, Andrew Aloha's paranormal experiences uh, here on the program as we continue to tell you how you can find out more. Go to spiritualimageproductions.blogspot.com. That's spiritualimageproductions.com dot blogspot.com and we will be linked to that website as well so that folks can click on that while they're listening to the interview as we talk more about the work that you do uh andrew uh listed here as you're a, a psychic an astrologer reiki master healer ascended master teacher uh and um I, i'm curious as to uh, some of the things that you have not just experienced, but maybe that you've even sought after as experiences, uh, maybe even under the context of the contract that you entered this world to to fulfill those certain experiences. Uh, how do you, um, when someone comes to you who is in need of of 
a physical, mental, emotional, even a spiritual healing. What's one of the first things that you do? How do you go about the process of uh, putting it in the medical vernacular, uh, diagnosing, if you will? You aren't a medical doctor, and I don't want to mislabel here, but there's a point at which you've got to figure out what's going on with this person. Is it something that just kind of, it just comes to you as you're there with this person uh, either in person or, in this case, let's say over Zoom or Skype or, or remotely, that kind of thing? Well, that's, that's a very good question. Um, well, first of all, before I forget, uh, I'm going to make my book, my latest book, I, and I, it just came out a few weeks ago, um, available to your audience for free on Kindle for the next few days. Till, till, uh, Saturday, I'm thinking Saturday, maybe Sunday, um, uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, people can go on there, go online, and then just grab this for free on the on the on, on Kindle. But that's a very good question. Um, now, just to let you know, even though I'm not a licensed practitioner, I'm not a licensed doctor. Correct. I'm almost, I'm almost 100%. I was a doctor, and at least one other lifetime, and probably an engineer, and at least one other lifetime. But that that's besides the point. Now, one of the and. I have another book that, that I've, I've come out with called The 90 Day Ascension Journey, uh, which is available on Kindle for 99 cents. And I'm making it uh, easily, uh, comfortably available for people. So because there's so much information in there that could that could help people help themselves. That's the bottom line for me. If people aren't willing to help themselves, I don't bother. I, there's no need to bother because I'm wasting my time. They're wasting my time. And I, I, I don't appreciate that. People will take for, take it for granted, take me for granted, you know. And to me, that makes me look like a fool, like an idiot. I don't appreciate that. But if people are serious about helping themselves, then then that that's when I, I do I do a step in to to work with them if if the, if they want that. And usually, I wait. A lot of times, I'll wait for them to ask me because there's no, there's no sense. You know, it's like that, that, that's that um, phrase when when the student's ready, the master will come. Yeah. Well, if, if the student isn't ready, there's no there's no sense in me bothering because, again, I'm wasting my time. Now, if they go, uh, I, I w- what what I usually do a lot of times I'll do, I'll just recommend my book, The Citizen Journey, because that 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 has a whole plethora of information that that's based that is purposely designed for this question that you just asked. Uh, it gives the foundation of, of, of just establishing main, uh, good, healthy relations, no blaming, no complaining, no lies, no threats, no name calling. That's the very basic foundation when you get involved in a new relationship, right? Give, give, us, and, the type, give us the title of that book again. The 90 Day Ascension Journey. Oh, okay. okay. I thought there was another one you had mentioned. No, Andrew Alojo's paranormal experiences gives you gives right. you a, a, okay. a lot. Now, the thing about that book is that it gives you a whole bunch of uh, paranormal uh, experiences that I that I've come across over the years, and as you get to the end of it, what the, the interesting thing about it is that you I, I give you. I give you concrete evidence that these things occur, number one. Um, and number two, I give you information, I give you concrete evidence that you can make, literally, purposely, consciously, make your own per- paranormal experiences happen. 
literally. So I, and I show you towards the end that you can literally like with Britney Spears. And I'm not saying that that I'm the, the, the reason that she had the conservatorship dropped from her case. But last year uh, I got involved. She had been involved in this conservatorship for 13 years. Uh, and also next, uh, you know, last year uh, I, I, I got wind, wind of it. And I started working with helping her, and and, and I still do. But um, I did I did some what what I call programming. Years ago, I learned how to do some what you call programming mm -hmm. to to help people. And um, I did a program for her, so the conservatorship would be dropped, literally. So between that and all these other people that were constant consciously working towards having the same goal happen, the conservatorship was dropped in November last year. So, and that was a huge, huge uh, um, step, uh, huge, huge, um, what do you call it? Um, indicator mm -hmm. that humanity as a whole can come together and, and, and have things happen, have miracles happen purposely and consciously if they want to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like that. But the 90-day ascension journey, it's a, it's 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 a it's a different format. Again, it gives you the foundation for establishing right, healthy relationships, um, and that's the mission, goal, purpose of my company, Spiritual Image Productions. SpiritualImageProductions.com is my website, which will take you to that Blogspot website. Um, but it, uh, establishing and maintaining right relationships through human values—that's the main goal, goal and mission of my company, hmm. to show people, to demonstrate people, to help people f figure out how, what a right healthy relationship is and how to do it. So once you establish that, then you can continue to maintain that relationship on a deeper level through practices uh, that will actually help you become a saint or a master, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So uh, service, meditation, prayer, meditation, listening to God Goddess, Prayer, uh, talking to God, Goddess, reading spiritual inspirational works, and then music, mantras, affirmations. Those five simple practices are the, 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 the thing that will get you to enlightenment in this lifetime if that's what you really want, right? Yeah, so it's absolutely. like that. Yeah. And I give the foundation, I, I, let, I, I give you the foundation to let you know where you're at in the spectrum of this whole program. Mm -hmm. You know, where you're at. Are you working on your physical a body? Are you working on your emotions? Are you working on your mental capabilities? Are you on the uh, in the uh, in the process of trans becoming transfigured and and transformed and become a master? Um, so you know, I give you th those those indicators to th that way it, it allows you to let let you know what what you need to do in your daily activities. Maybe you're working on your emotions and feelings. So maybe you want to do yoga or acting or some kind of something that will help you process emotions and feelings in a good, healthy way, which also happens to be one of the most difficult uh, initiations to go through well, having, uh, having to do with emotional, emotional uh, balancing. So, and, and then, or maybe you want to work on your physical capabilities, on your physical body, and maybe that's where you're at. So you start working out or you start doing stuff that, that works with your physical body to keep uh, uh, eating healthy and, and all that stuff that has to do with demonstrating that you know how to take care of your body 
So, you know, it, it's like that. Go ahead. Andrew Aloha is my guest. We are talking about his book, Andrew Aloha's Paranormal Experience, as well as the 90-Day Ascension Journey. And you can go to his website, but you can also find those books on Amazon. Uh, and uh, we certainly hope that you will check those out. We'll also be linked to his website, which is spiritualimageproductions.com, or actually it's spiritualimageproductions.blogspot.com. And uh, you can find out more about the work that he is doing as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and it's a pleasure to have him here all the way from my home state of Arizona and Flagstaff, Arizona. By the way, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've been up there, and uh, I tell you, it's, uh, it, it can be a beautiful place when it's not on fire. I kind of like California. When it's not on fire, it's a beautiful place. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's keep it that way, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, uh, let's not do that. But each one of us, uh, Andrew, each one of us has... If I may dovetail off of my statement about fire, each one of us has a fire burning within us um, where we we know that we should be about a particular, shall we say, task in this life. A mission. A mission, correct, or a purpose, what have you. And we find it very difficult to maybe connect with that or to initiate what needs to be initiated in order to get on that path. Uh, we feel stuck. We don't feel like things are going in the direction that they ought to be. So we just kind of kind of throw up our hands. Okay. Now, I'm all for, I am all for the metaphor here, laying down, floating face up, preferably, in the river and just Going with the flow, as they say. There's a phrase that's, that goes, uh, don't control the process, become a part of the process. I trust the universe to make a way. It did in 2005, 2006. That's why I'm living in Santa Barbara now. I had no plans in 2005 of, of moving to Santa Barbara, but I knew I needed to get to the ocean. I didn't know where. I didn't care where. I just needed to get to the ocean, and boom. Here we are. Well, uh, I don't know where the next place is going to be for us or for me, uh, but I know that when the opportunities open as the universe prepares the way, as I continue doing what I'm doing with these interviews, with the projects, and when I'm helping other people to facilitate the work that they are doing through my uh, audio and video production, et cetera, et cetera, um, I, I'm not in a hurry. Now, my sister, who was 65 when she passed, um, I asked her. We even had the conversation. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? Because she kind of knew. She already knew. She was terminal. There, was, there wasn't really any—I don't want to say there wasn't any hope, and it wasn't a question of resignation. It was more a question of coming to grips with her mortality and whether or not she was ready— on the inside. And she answered the question, my question. She said, this is typical, yes and no. I'm, what, what do you mean yes and no? <laughs> and she said, well, no, I'm not ready because uh, I'm, I'm worried about my husband, whose name was Perry, and leaving him and, of course, her daughter, Hannah. Well, uh, and of course, but she says, I know they'll be okay. But again, I, I, you know, I, I, would ha I hate to leave them, but I know that that's going to happen. But then she said, but yes, 
on a deep spiritual level, yeah, I'm ready. I am ready. And I'm 61. I'm ready too. I'm not saying I've got a terminal illness or anything. Don't get me wrong. I have to, I, I made a promise uh, back in 1995 when my great grandmother on my mother's side, she was celebrating her 95th anniversary, 95th birthday. And we were all uh, there and everything. And I said, I'm going to outlive her. And every year that went by, I would say that. And I'd say, and she's making it really hard uh, because she's still alive. Now, that wasn't because I wanted her to die. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lived to be 100. So, my goal. Wow. My goal is to outlive her. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just kind of there in my head. So I've got another 39 years plus. Now, right. I've got a lot that I want to do. You've got a lot you want to do. But if today were my day, the expiration of my ticket, my return flight was today. Right. I'm good. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I don't want to because I've got a lot I want to do. But hey. Not that I, and, and so I'm making peace with it from the standpoint that, and there isn't, I have no control over that. I have no control over that, you know, because we hear, you and I, we've, we've heard time and time again of people who live one of what might can be considered the most healthy <coughs> lifestyles, and I'm starting to choke up here, <coughs> healthy of lifestyles, and right. they die at a young age. And of course, nowadays... People will say, oh, your sister? Oh, she was so young. Well, I guess that's relative, depending upon what you think is old, you know. Okay. Well, first of all, is, is your, did, you, did your sister have gray hair, and did she wear it in a bun all the time? Uh, she, I don't know about the bun. I know that when I saw her, which was not rarely, uh, which is not often, it was right. uh, somewhat gray. It was almost salt and pepper gray, if you will. Uh, right. But it was down. It was down. Uh, oh. Really, because for some reason, but she may up. have, she may have. I, I don't know. Up here, and and she she's she has a bun, but yeah. Anyhow, no, and and death, death is a really good teacher. Uh, one of the biggest fear, maybe the biggest fear of them all, is is death for most people on this planet, mm -hmm. or maybe every. Um, and and the thing is, the the thing is about becoming a master and a citizen, citizen, an ascended person, uh, an enlightened person, a, a saint. The, one of the last frontiers, one of the last things that you do is surrender. Mm -hmm. Surrender everything. Your body, your emotions, your family, your friends, your possessions. Everything about you, you surrender to the universe. Yeah, yeah. Now, people, people in power on this planet think that they're really powerful. They don't even know power compared to being one with the universe. That's the most powerful thing you could ever be is being one with the universe. Because now you have access to all these tools, all this stuff, all over throughout the universe, and and you know you can bring people back to life. You can destroy whole planets if you want. I mean, you you there's no bigger power than that. So that that that's what. Uh, so and, and and you're right. Your 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 sister was she was afraid for her for her family, but she was ready to surrender to to what to the all of it. And right. she was she and I have have heard the story since uh, since then since the 29th and we've all been talking uh, me and my four other uh, three sisters and my brother uh, and they've shared with me because they've spent more time around her than I she the, the, uh, uh, my four sisters uh, before my sister's <laughs> passing uh, live in the Phoenix metropolitan area where I was born and raised my brother right. and I live here in California and so uh, my sisters were sharing with me as well as my mother. 
that uh, in spite of all of the medical things that my sister went through throughout her entire life, starting out as a child with asthma, and of course she uh, in school she played the French horn, a wind instrument, a, a you know a brass instrument. Who does right. that? Who has asthma? Who has trouble breathing? And yet it probably helped. But uh, the okay. point is, she they they told me that she was never bitter. Right, right up to the end, she was never bitter. Exactly. And I, I, I take that to heart. That that, you know, she very well might have been an ascended master, but she may have not been aware of it. Maybe on the surface, maybe deep inside, she might have and kept it to herself. It wasn't something. That's one of the things about my exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, there are yogis in India. They never come out to the public, and they may meet a, a you know a, a, a cropping of people. Yeah, but there are ascended masters, and they would never go around bragging about it. They don't. Right. They don't care. But the, the, but see the, and that's the thing about being a master, being a saint. It's like being in the military. Yeah, you have to be regiment about uh, about your practices. Mm -hmm. and, and and incidentally, that's one of the things that I I just come out with. Another thing that I've just come out with in the last several months is a, a new program called the Ascended Citizen Journey. It's a course that walks people through the process of learning and establishing uh, some kind of a, a habit to 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 do practices spiritual practices so that they can become ascended master in this lifetime if they want mm -hmm. or if, and it, it doesn't matter if they don't because they can do it next lifetime or yeah. the next yeah. you know it, it, but it, it'll help get them get them in the right direction yeah. and speed up the process to become an ascended citizen or ascended master uh in this lifetime or next or whatever um apart from what they're doing and whatever they're doing now you know, uh, they, they, they could already be on, on, on that journey anyhow. Yeah. But, but this mo most of the time, a lot of people have no idea. They have no clue what to do. And this really gets them. Uh, people have been really amazed about the practices that we do. Because what, what I do is I, I do an introduction to uh, the Center Citizen Journey. And I, I do a, self, uh, a Reiki self-healing program. We do some meditations, um, some a blessing bubble, we all, all kinds of stuff before we even get started with the 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 course of, of itself, the the, um, the edu educational part. Mm -hmm. So we start without with practices for uh, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then we go into it's a two hour a week program, and then we go and I I I, I walk through people uh, 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 through a lot of the information that they they should know. So that they can understand what's go, uh, what what what's going on with their lives. I do an astrology reading at the at the very beginning, so that it gives them uh, an understanding where they're at, where they have been, and where they will be later on, or where they can be later on if they want to. Mm. So it's like that. We're talking with Andrew Aloha, and we're talking about uh, Andrew Aloha's paranormal experience, the 90-day ascension journey, and uh, you're listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and it's a real pleasure to have Andrew Aloha with us here on the program, talking about a lot of these different areas. I mean, uh, pretty much the laundry list, as I, as I, I say uh, very respectfully, that he gave us uh, earlier in the program from his book about the, what is the paranormal, 
Probably every single one of those is something we've covered on this program over the last 14 plus years or even beyond that. When I uh, before I started this program, I was interviewing people uh, doing uh, doing interviews on another. um, It's not a podcast per se, but it was programs that I used to air on another station in Phoenix. It was called Fast Forward. Uh, And um, and we used to talk about these kinds of things all the time. Uh, we've had all kinds of incredible folks on this program. And Andrew, I'm glad that uh, you are among them because one of the things I want to ask you about is, I mean, because you, you've sort of alluded to this and, and I, I, I don't know why I just, again, the universe asks the questions. I'm just long for the ride. Okay. So right. when we talk about these titles, all right, ascended master, yogi, and guru, and 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 uh, whatever the you know wise one, and so on and so on and so on. By the way, my dad hates being called a wise guy, but he's uh, given me quite a few wise sayings, if you will, uh, you know that I repeat and I credit him for those. Um, when I think about the work that I do in the material world, uh, if we can call digital production digital uh, uh, material <laughs> it really doesn't right. exist it's it's magnetic impulses that we just happen right. to be able to see on a screen um i will let other people make the assessment as to what they want to refer to me as on a spiritual level i would take the same position you know you want to say that or you want to say this or the other about me that's that's your prerogative i'm not going to say that I am. Uh, it's it's like um, it's almost along the same lines as when I was working for the Christian station back in Phoenix, and there were these um, <clears throat> ministers, pastors, and people who would come into the station and do their programs. And one day they wanted to lay hands on me to heal my vision. I was born legally blind. Got it. I declined, and right. I I said I th- I appreciate the sentiment, the intent. But that is not my purpose. My purpose in life is not to have my vision uh, maybe turned to 2020. Yeah, that's not why I'm here. Now, uh, the good Lord knows where I am. This is where I was coming from then. The good Lord knows where I am. Hey, he can call collect and I will take the call. Okay. And when it's when it's my time, if it's my time in this lifetime, to, to have my vision maybe brought to 2020 or whatever. He knows where I am, okay? I'm not hiding. Got it. And, uh, but again, and of course, um, uh, I can't stop you from praying for me. But again, I appreciate the sentiment, but no thank you. Now, it was only a few years later that technology caught up with me. I had a lens implant, and now I'm driving. Okay? Oh, wow. So. Nice. You could say that my position still stands that, hey, uh, the technologies, I I personally believe that the material world is used uh, by the spirit world, if you will, uh, to facilitate these kinds of things. And, you know, the next thing I know, wow, uh, just with the lens implant alone, I go from 2200 to 2080. And then with corrective lenses, I go from there to 2050. And I'm driving. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's you know, it's great. And I, I still try to maintain my sense of awe when I'm out there on the freeway on the 101 here going through Santa Barbara going, wow, this is, you know, I'm 61 and 
you know, 25, 30 years ago, I had no plans on this. I was going to bicycle the rest of my life, and that was going to be okay. So when we are on our spiritual journey, and let's just say maybe it's the ascension journey, the 90-day ascension journey, for example, and because you talk about how we can become ascended masters in this lifetime if we want to. But there's something about let's say, taking on that path that almost seems uh, just slightly egotistical. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it seems like you've got to come at that from a very humble perspective. Uh, right. Because it's, it's, uh, it's like um, uh, it's not something that you go to school, you go to 12 years of school, and then you graduate. I now have my diploma to show for it because sometimes it'll take an entire lifetime and you may not even make it. And yet there are other times when you don't even know that you've done all the work and that you're there, you know, because you're just doing it and you've not put a label on it. Can you can you talk about that a little bit in terms of of our spiritual growth and where we are and where we want to be as opposed to just saying I'm going to I'm just staying on the river and I'm floating. First of all, Richard, being an ascended citizen, ascended master, a saint, whatever you want to call it, is 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 a way of life. It's a whole lot more than just going to school. Mm-hmm. And, and it's incidentally, when, when you go, get through, go through this program with me, the Send Citizen Journey, the course, I actually have a certificate that I give to people afterwards. But it's, it's, it's a way of life that it, it's like, it now is being in the military egotistical, probably on, on a lot of different levels. But when... You talk, and I was in the Air Force for four years. Uh, when you talk to a lot of the military people, you know, a, a lot of people from Vietnam, the Korean War, they were out there defending the United States. They were out defending their country. They were out doing with a purpose. They were out doing a service. And ultimately, when you get to a point of ascension, of enlightenment, of lifestyle, you literally choose what you want to do with your life as a service because your your whole life is all a service and as long as you're being uh honest and straightforward and transparent about that service you 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 will uh there you it, it will never ever be egotistical ever so that's the thing about uh any of that stuff uh, if, if when the you were, people were in the military, they were all doing their service. They, and they were, a lot of people, were, a lot of them were getting killed because they were doing service. A lot of them were, were getting killed because they were defending our country. You know, wh- where's the shame in that? Where's, where's the, the ego in that? You know, as long as, and as long as they were being honest with themselves about what they were doing, then that's all that you really need to establish where you are in life with your here, with your community, your country, your planet, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. again, if you go read the 90 day ascension journey, it covers all that. It, it tells, it, it tells you 
uh, how you can determine where you are in the spectrum. Now, one of the biggest things, and I can't remember who said it and what exact phrase was, but as long as you're following your heart, that's all the ascension you need, period. That, that, it doesn't get any real more real than that. Mm -hmm. As long as you're following uh, your passion, your heart, and being compassionate, you, that's all the ascension you need to, to worry or think about. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at. Now, um, and you can go online, maybe on Twitter or on one of my Twitter feeds or my Facebook feed. I did. I, I wrote a letter, a message to uh, Putin from Russia um, a few, uh, about two weeks ago or so. And I explained, I said, hey, you know, you're a leader and maybe you work, you're working with the dark forces, but, but because the big thing about the dark forces is that they come in and, and help promote change. If it wasn't for the dark forces, everything would be the same 24, 7, 365 for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Every, every, everything would be mundane if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, from time to time, people need, need to, uh, to change different things because they're going off the path or maybe they need to start a new journey, new, new, uh, whatever. Uh, so I said, you know, and maybe you need to come in and, and, and stir up things, you know, that that's acceptable, you know, that, that, that happens, but you know, your mom and your dad who are, who are deceased, um, are probably turning over in their graves with, 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 with what you're doing right now. So you're going to want to consider that. And, wh and what about your family and, and your, and your, and your country, you're creating karma for them that's going to that's going they're going to have to process through in the next lifetime or the next in the next do you really want to do that for them you know it's it's not going to be good karma i already know it and most you know most people on this planet know it so why don't you think about it and then i i put in a program designed to help them get along in the form of right healthy relationship with the ukrainians and belarus and whatever else mm -hmm. and whoever else so and literally the next day, they, he started making changes towards this war. He started um, defusing it, and 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 he started um, establishing a, a ceasefire. I don't think they've established a ceasefire yet that I know of, but if, if my astrology is correct, if the astrology is correct, probably at the end of this month, they'll probably will ha we'll have a a definite formal ceasefire established is my guess. We're talking with Andrew Aloha, and uh, we're talking about uh, his book, uh, Al Andrew Aloha's Paranormal Experiences, as well as the 90-day a 90-day ascension uh, ascension journey here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and uh, you know what you've said uh, is very interesting, Andrew. Andrew Aloha is my guest here on the program. His book, Andrew Aloha's Paranormal Experiences, available via Amazon and his website, SpiritualImageProduction.blogspot.com. And as well as Amazon, where you can uh, get uh, either of these books uh, uh, for uh, for your library to uh, really help you along. One of the things that came across uh, to me uh, early on in this process that we've just been talking about in the last uh, last part of our program here, having to do with uh, what's going on in uh, uh, I guess you could say the former Soviet Union or the Russian countries, the Slavonic countries, and so forth. Um, this is what came to me. 
and I'll make it very brief. I had this impulse. If I had the wherewithal, I would have probably followed through on it. I would get a plane ticket. I would fly to Moscow. I would walk into the Kremlin, get the heck out of my way. I don't care who you are. I would walk into whatever big room with the 40-foot table. I would go up to him. I would grab him by the ear and say, no, no, no. This is not how we play anymore. This is the 21st century, and you are per on permanent timeout. I do not right. want the man killed. That, that just generates more karma in the process. Oh, that, that's a good point. You know, by the same token, there is another perspective to all of this that is very unpalatable for most people to even contemplate uh, that I think you would probably agree with. And that is this. We, as individual human beings, when we come into this world, we're here to play a particular role. We are here to do the things that we are doing. Now, whether that involves enlightenment and ascension or not, it's still, we're here, we have a right to be here, and we're here to play our role until right. we say, I don't want to play this role anymore. This isn't any fun. Uh, I don't want to do this. Now, some would say, are you telling me that the Nazis and the Jews, they were just here playing a role? Well, <clears throat> on a much higher spiritual and metaphysical level, the answer would probably be yes, right? And the same thing with the Ukrainians and the Russians, with, right. with the various minorities in this country. Again, it's very unpalatable. It would certainly be unpopular because now you're taking away a person's right to be upset and angry and, and uh, uh, want to, to maybe get revenge or maybe get even or maybe get reparations, etc., etc., on infinitum. But isn't it true that on a, on a cosmic and supernatural, spiritual, okay. divine level, you are playing your role, Andrew. I'm playing my role. Right. I'm not saying that there's a script, but these are the paths that we have chosen, right? Uh, am, am I wrong? Help me to better explain it so that it's not, doesn't, because I'm not interested. I want to be respectful of people and their feelings their emotions and what their ancestors have been through or what they've been through. I don't want to demean that in any way, but put a different perspective as we like to do on this program. Now, so what, first of all, um, because Putin started making these changes the day, very day after I put these, this message out and I, I put, I fed it through channels where I knew he would get this message. And I know, I almost know 100% that he read my message, right, the, the, the day of, okay, and, and then started making these changes. But, but now he's caught in, 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 a, in a hot spot because it, now he, he's trying to make these changes and they're not letting them because now people don't trust him, which I, I don't give him, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him <laughs> because of his actions, but, but now he's trying to, to backtrack is, is what I'm, I'm understanding but he, it's making it's very difficult for him to do so because now people don't trust him because it's too late. He he crossed the boundary. Now again, uh, you, you, you know, we're on a stage, and there's all these characters on the stage, and you play your character, and that's all you got to worry about. 
you, you, you being in your heart space, and that's what's so important about these practices. It teaches you how to establish where that heart space is at and how to how to get there and how to stay there. As long as you're doing that, you don't have to worry about anybody. You don't worry about anybody. As long as you're emanating that love to people, that's all, all the ascension they need from you to be able to do what they got to do to begin with. And if everybody was to be emanating love, this whole planet would be a whole, whole lot more, more uh, peaceful than it is now. But again, the dark forces, they do their job very well, and I respect them for that. Because if they didn't, then we wouldn't be making all these changes that we that we need to make. We've been needing to make or whatever. Uh, and, and and now one of the things that's going on is, you know, that song, the, age, the dawning of the age of Aquarius is no longer valid because we now are completely 100 percent in the energy of the age of Aquarius. Now, now officially, I believe we won't be there till 2025, but I think energetically wise we are there so once all this hoopla ends um within the next few years possibly uh then we're going to be going into peace here on earth for years and years to come and people will be a lot more um well they'll, they'll be a lot more accepting of each other understanding of each other and more in, in their space, more in their, in their power. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening. People are confused because they don't know what it's like to be in their power because yeah. the leaders on this planet don't know what it's like to be in their power because they don't know what it's like to lead from a good, healthy level in a good, healthy way, be a good, healthy leader. They don't know what that's like, most of the leaders on this planet. They're caught up in their... In their um, you know their crime or their all the crap that they're 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 doing that they're not supposed to be doing yeah. because yeah. because they're not being professional mm -hmm. and people leaders on this planet just don't know how to be professional and that's the bottom line yeah all right that's my story and i'm sticking to it there you go <laughs> We are talking with Andrew Aloha here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And, you know, uh, Andrew, this has been a fascinating conversation this past hour. It's amazing how fast they, uh, they go by. We uh, do encourage people to go to your website, which is Spiritual imageproductions.blogspot.com. Get a copy of uh, Andrew's book, folks. Uh, the, the book is Andrew Aloha's uh, Para Paranormal Experiences, as well as the... the uh, e and, and this is a, a, a Kindle ebook for 99 cents. Uh, you can get the 90-day uh, Ascension Journey. And, uh, and you can follow that for 90 days. And uh, uh, I think that... Uh, all of these things can be very helpful as we move forward and continue the process of transforming our lives. Uh, I have three final questions that I do want to ask you before we wrap things up. I ask these questions of all of my guests. And hey, now, hang on a second before before you go to those questions. All right. Uh, two things. Yes. First of all, again, I'm going to make the Andrew Lojo's Paranormal Experiences free for your for your your um, people. Uh, on Kindle for the next several uh, for the rest of this week, probably until mm -hmm. Sunday. And then uh, now earlier you said somebody knocked on your door and then there was nobody there. 
Now, I'm going to tell you, back years ago, when I was going to school at Texas Christian University, um, I, I woke up one morning, half asleep, half awake, and I hear this loud thundering, Andrew, what do you want? I thought, whoa, what was that? So God was knocking on my door, which I didn't understand at the time, but maybe it was God knocking on your door, but you didn't hear him. Oh, the, hey, wait, 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 your sound is gone. That's yep, why I, that is why I, uh, uh, of course, uh, got up and checked it out uh, because I did hear the knock. And I checked both the front and the back door here at the station. And, well, there was nobody there. But I never discount things like that. There's a reason why that happened. And uh, I may not know what it is. And that's one of the other things we'll talk about on another program is giving up the need to know why, why it happened this way, that way, the other way. The fact of the matter is it happened. okay, and it happened that way. And you just have to accept that it did without questioning the why, because knowing why isn't going to change the fact that it happened. Uh, and I guess a lot of times that's what happens with a lot of folks is they think, well, if I just know why, it'll make all the difference in the world. No, it won't. You know, it won't change anything. It might change your perception, but it's not going to change the realities of what took place. Um, unless, you know, it's like unless they understand the understand the why, then then just not just knowing why will not be enough. Exactly. My sister, my sister, she passed away. <clears throat> I'm going to sit here. Why did she pass away? Why, why? And of course, I can get the medical report. You know, right. this is these, these are the things that happened to her body and it just stopped working. OK, uh, she was here for the period of time that she was here. And man, she shared some love with us um, as as uh, as her younger brothers and sisters that, um, you know, I I can I, I cannot applaud her more. I cannot uh, speak of her more highly. Uh, beautiful, beautiful woman who who uh, uh, brought another woman into into this world, who also brought two children who are my grand niece and nephew. I'm a great uncle, which is kind of cool. I love I love spouting that. You know, that's I had no I had nothing to do with it. But I'll take the title. Thank you very much. Uh, but uh, what I do want to do is I want to uh, move into our uh, final phase, which is asking those three final questions that I ask of all of my guests. You may have addressed them to some degree throughout the program, but I like to ask them directly. But before I do, I need to talk to you, the listener and the viewer who are watching and listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. You can hear these programs on... Um, uh, at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., and uh, that's on a Sunday, Monday at 1 a.m., and Wednesday at 9 a.m. That's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. And uh, we stream live at those times at richarddugan.com with the podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations, as well as the video cast on YouTube, where you can watch these interviews. And uh, we certainly hope that you will subscribe. We also hope that if you uh, like what we're doing and you'd like to see us continue on uh, and again I, as I've said many many times before folks I'm not putting this on you okay it's not if you don't support what we're doing we're going to have to shut it down no 
If you can support what we're doing, we would greatly appreciate that. I will keep this thing going just as long as I can, but I'm not putting it. I I grew up uh, in Christian broadcasting in the 80s and 90s, and boy, they were threatening all the time. If you don't support our ministry, well, you know, whether you support it or not, if you're listening, you're supporting it, and I thank you for doing that. So if you can, we have a PayPal account for your security as well as ours. Please also participate in the decade of Perfect Vision where we listen to the still small voice as we go within to that quiet, peaceful, calm place. Just relax, get calm, get quiet, and and just and just be. That to me that is the heart of of perfection to be is perfection okay that's my definition okay <laughs> and so if you can just be perfect in just being who you are and listening and being quiet man even if it's just for a couple of minutes in a day that's where it starts and it may grow and it may grow and grow and grow but you know if you haven't ever done it before i can understand your trepidation so do what you can to help yourself, and it will also help the people around you. With all of that said, we now move on to uh, the three final questions uh, for our guest here on the program. And the first of those three is, who is Andrew Aloha? Well, if you go to my website, spiritualimageproductions.com, which converts to spiritualimage, uh, the blogspot.com uh, uh, website, there's a bio of me there. I don't think it gets any easier than that. But I am that I am that I am, right? Also, um, we want to know, what is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you are doing now? Uh, good question. Um, I, my, my goal, my intentions right now are to um, process anywhere from, from a thousand to a million people through the Senate citizen journey course and um, and have them get their their certificate have over over a thousand anywhere from a thousand to a million people get their Senate citizen journey course certificate that's my my goal right now and finally what is your life's purpose to be just like like you said <laughs> Andrew, aloha. Thank you so much for being with us here on the program. Greatly appreciate the time. And uh, we certainly hope to uh, get back to you again. And of course, encourage people to pick up a copy of your book. I'm Richard Dugan, and you have been listening to and watching Richard, Tell Me Your Story. Richard, yes, yes. Uh, uh, when, when I start doing uh, events and, and getting out there into the public, I'm going to make some of these. This My friend, Sharon Palmer out of Cottonwood, uh, drew this, um, and, but painted this, but I'm going to make these available in different sizes. They're glaches, um, which will last over 50 years in the prints that they're in. Oh, so, wow. Uh, I'll be making these available later on when, when I get on the road. Thank oh, you. beautiful. Beautiful. And thank you for having me. Well, you're very welcome. And we thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story. And until our next broadcast, podcast, video cast, love to Lal and Jeanette. I'll be listening.